My name is Angela. My name is Nicole. And welcome to the Ominous Stitch Podcast. Hello, Stitchers. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another amazing episode of the Ominous Stitch Podcast. Thank you for coming back. It is fall. Fall, y'all. I'm so happy. (laughs) I love, this is my favorite time of year. I got my little pumpkin. Okay, I don't usually like pumpkin spice, but I like the smell of it and I Uh, like pumpkin pie. Okay. And I have a pumpkin spice candle that I lit because it's fall. Because it's fall. I'm getting in the mood. I'm wearing orange. Yes. Which is my favorite color. And California weather is actually (gasps) becoming a little more fall. I know. It's going to get warm this weekend. Shh. I know. I know. I shouldn't say that. (laughs) Don't jinx it. No, no. I know. I saw it. I know. I have to wear like sweatshirts when I go out in the morning to do the animals. Because it's like foggy and cold. Foggy and cold. I love it. Yay. We actually have a fall. We do. It's so, I'm so happy. And Halloween's around the corner. I know. It's Nicole's favorite. I'm going to pull out my fall decor and start decorating in the next like day or two. I'm so excited. Well, we already (laughs) put up our Halloween stuff. Did you really? Yes. I figured you would. (laughs) We have some inflatables. So that's going to be fun. We're going to put those out. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Hey, what's got you in stitches? Okay, this is a fun one, guys. I accidentally grew stuff. You accidentally... So my sisters, shout out to Becca and Heather. Hey, hey. They were in town recently and we were outside, you know, just doing stuff on the farm because that's what they are coming here for. They're like, we want to be farmers. Let's go do farm stuff. Let's run around and do stuff on the farm. And I'm like, okay, let's do farm stuff. And I'm like, <laughs> You're like, I do this every, every day. day. <laughs> but we were walking around and they're like, what is that plant? What is that plant? What is that? What is that? And I'm like, I don't know. And then, I don't know. <laughs> but there was a new plant in we, what we call Clayton Ravine, which is that little dry riverbed that mm-hmm. runs through our property. And there was a new, like, big, huge plant in there. I was like, what is oh, that? Was, like, how big was it? It's big. Okay. I, I will show you. Okay, good. I will show you when we're done. And so it's this big plant growing in the ravine. I'm like, oh, I don't know what that is. And I got closer to it. And I was like, Oh my gosh. It is a big squash plant. Whoa. Acorn squash. Whoa. I have so many acorn squash Yummy. now. So Can good. I have some? Yes, you can. Yay. And I oh, made so awesome. soup Yum. and it was so yummy. And I'm going to make some stuffed squash. That's crazy. So it just grew out of nothing? It just grew. Or maybe from previous? So what I'm thinking is because we've had a lot of rain and it's a wash. Yes. So it I'm holds thinking the water. somebody was growing it somewhere around here and the seeds just washed oh, down. Oh, that is so and cool. And because it's had a lot of water, we've yeah. had, you know, it just grew without me noticing it. And I was like, I grew squash. I grew squash. That's, that's so, so cool. exciting. Good job. <laughs> yummy. And so that's how I accidentally farmed. Now you, now <laughs> you got to put some pumpkin seeds out there. I know. That's oh my what gosh. I was thinking. We'll just throw seeds and then the accidentally have a, a pumpkin, pumpkin patch. Oh, now I, I want to come claim part of your farm so I can grow some pumpkins. <laughs> I know. I know. We should have done that because it's a little bit too late. But that's okay. Next year. Next year. Yeah. yeah we'll, we'll grow pumpkins. But I'm so excited. That's exciting. It's, like, it's yummy. And yeah. We have a lot of them. How many have you yielded so far? Uh, so we still have some more that are growing. I didn't pick all of them. I think I picked like 12. Holy cow. <laughs> they're big. They're big. I'm going to go grab one for you so you can see. Hold on. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> I look away and then I'm like, holy cow. Wow, those are huge. Time in. Yes. Look at them. That's amazing. Yeah. Acorn squash. And they're so yummy. You are awesome. They're very, they're nice and sweet. And you just, yeah, you can have them. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Take one home. Okay. They're so good. Good job. <laughs> hey, accidental farmer. I know. So proud. <laughs> now you can have a little stand on the side of the road. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> come, come eat just all the fruits that I accidentally grew. <laughs> eggs and e- eggs and squash. Eggs and squash and apples. Oh, there you we go. have a bunch of apples. We have uh, what else do we have? Figs. Lots Ooh. of figs right now. And the pomegranates are coming in. I love it. Yep. So yay. Yay. And I made jam. That's awesome. I made some jam with yes, my sister. Farmer Angela. It's so good. I know. I'm learning. It's you know, you got to can them and store them and then have them for like years. 
Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you need like a big pantry for them. And mm-hmm. that's exciting. Yeah. I'll need like a whole other house for all the. Just put it in the movie room. Cam. Oh, <laughs> but I want to watch movies in there. <laughs> You'll have a, a, a whole wall of, of jarred stuff there too. Oh, that would be kind of creepy. Like <laughs> a wall of jarred stuff in the movie room. <laughs> Anyway, oh, well, so, good job. Thank you. What's got you in stitches? What's got me in stitches is that it's October pretty soon here, right? Yes. And every year in October, my goal is to watch one horror movie a day. Yes, it is. Yes. And I've showed you my list before, have I? Or maybe not. No. <laughs> <laughs> I am so crazy that I keep track of I, my sure movies. <laughs> So if you want to be crazy like me, you can do the journey. You should post your list. I will. Oh, I will. Post I'll... your list and we'll all go down. Okay. I'll try Nicole's to. Rabbit I'm thinking maybe every day I'll post what I watched or, or if I can do that, that's really hard, but we'll see. But yeah. Just post your list and then okay. everyone can watch with you. Okay. Well, yeah. no, but see my list comes like, party. it comes like daily. So I'll go, oh, okay. what's, what's, what's today's movie? You know, I don't plan. Oh, it. so you watch it and then you write it down. Like, yes, this is what I watch. Exactly. Oh, okay. See, so that's not what's like hard a crazy person. No, I don't plan like, them. Okay. No, <laughs> just sit here and let's like break down every every movie that we're gonna watch. No, I bet your definition of Halloween movies are way different than my definition of Halloween. Wait, movies. what's yours? So I watch like Spookly the Square Pumpkin. Okay, yeah, very different. <laughs> <laughs> the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. Yes, very different. We watch uh, the Curious George Boo Festival. We have that on DVD. <laughs> yeah, the kids watch That's, that. Yeah, that yep. was a kid favorite. Yeah, that one. And you know, I like Hubie Halloween. That you know what? Fun. That's actually on my list because it's it? awesome. I thought that movie was actually pretty hilarious. It's so fun. I love Adam Sandler in that. Yes. It's it's hilarious. So it's that's fun. I can I can do that one. Okay, because okay. it's got a little spookiness in it. It does. It does. And there was another one that came out last year, uh, and I think it's a Netflix one. I don't remember what it's called. Uh oh. But it's got um, Kelly Rollins in it. Nope. You know, Destiny's Child, yes. Kelly Rollins. So she's in it. And I'm trying to I think of I can't I, think of who the, the main movie. actor is. I'm like drawing a blank. You Dang. guys are like yelling at me. I know, I know. Because <laughs> you can't think of names ever. Um, and oh gosh, and the girl too. I don't know. It's this family and they move to this town. The dad's a scientist. He doesn't believe in Halloween. Oh, 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 oh. I remember seeing something like, about it's that. It's this pumpkin that they find. and they, I like, didn't see it, but I've heard of makes it. Makes all the decorations come alive. And they become actual people or like well they are animated yeah. because they're full of this one spirit guy that they eventually it's like a, it's not like. like a horror horror movie it's more right of a, it's a family yes. fun okay. Halloween I, movie. I totally yes. know what you're talking about I don't know the title or the <laughs> jersey there if you guys know the name of the movie you can email us at the ominous stitch at gmail.com yeah. or comment on any of our socials because we can't think of the name of it because that is another theme of us. Like, what is that? What is the name of that? Who was that actor? Can't what remember anything. When we when we're on the spot too, of course. Look at us, oh, brain dead. Oh. But anyway, yeah. So I'll I'll maybe I'll post them and then maybe let me know if you watch something yourselves or watch that same movie or whatnot. But yeah, yeah. I'm excited. Horror movies. Horror movies. Halloween. It'll be fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's fun? What? This episode. Oh, I'm so excited. You guys, we got to go on another mom date. Yeah, I forgot to post a photo. I'll do it today. Okay. Okay, yeah. good. Yeah, we got to go on another mom date to see our movie for today. And then I love this topic because it's always just so creepy. Always. I, I can't wait to dive in. But before we do that, I have a really cool stitch that you I'm very excited do. about. You do. You show me. I it's do. amazing. I, do. I was inspired by fall. This is not necessarily a fall stitch. Okay. But you know what? Let's just get I don't to care. it. Let's yeah. get stitching. All right. All right. Okay, stitchers. So for this week's stitch, I was inspired by fall. It's fall. giving there's a chill in the air. Mm. I'm making yummy soups. Yeah, yeah. I made a squash soup. It was so good. But you know, I was like, you know what? It's blanket weather. We need to do some blankets here. And I've been doing blankets, but then I thought You're about a blanket like, queen. I am. And I was like, you know what? We need to do a blanket based on the I know that that looks like a little that's pretty sunflower. yes I okay. love the colors she chose although it's not a sunflower well I chose autumn colors because I'm like I need to make a fall inspired blanket so you I'm have using that one but that's not a, you didn't make that I one. didn't make that one right okay so I need an autumnal 
did I say that right? No, I didn't. But that's okay. Autumnal, autumnal. That is not whatever. You guys know fall, fall, (laughs) fall blanket. And you know, I this one was really cool because I like the shape of it. It's hexagons instead of granny squares. And you know, hexagons are the best of gons. So you want to make a hexagonal. I hey, said that right. hexagonal blanket and i used you know fall colors for this this blanket comes from hold on no hold on <laughs> it went away it's called grandmother's flower garden crochet blanket Ooh, so sweet <laughs> so, yeah, it's very sweet and you can do it with scraps it's a you know scrap blanket because oh. The colors that you use, you change colors frequently. Okay. But what happens so, if you run out of one scrap then? And then you, you, know, you just use different, different colors color. that will coordinate okay. with it. Yeah. Nice. So I have like, a, I don't know, seven or eight colors that I'm rotating through. And then you have a what you call the base color that connects everything together. Nice. So I chose a bunch of autumn colored colors. <laughs> I chose a bunch I love of it. I chose a bunch of like autumn feeling colors, okay. right? So they're nice and fall and cozy. And then I'm tying them together with an Aran. So it's like an antique white um, color, yes, right? It's pretty, yeah. So anyway, my daughter, shout out to my oldest. She's She's got good color sense like Nicole. She Aww. helped me pick the colors out. So yay. She did good. Yeah, she did good. And so Grandmother's Flower Garden Crochet Blanket. It is a free pattern um, by Jess Copham. Copum. Copum. Is that right? C O P P O M. Sure. And it's on it's on a website called Make and Do Crew. Make oh, and Do that's Crew cute. website. Yes. Okay. So the grandmother's flower garden crochet blanket. And it's really cute because she has photo. a little baby <laughs> laying baby. on the blanket. So cute. It's so cute. But yeah, so I, I like the colors in that too. That yeah, they chose. she chose. So she, when if you have color sense issues like I do, <laughs> <laughs> what no. she did is she took like yarn cakes. Oh, and, smart. Right? Yeah. And so all the colorways are just there. Go. Yeah. Yeah. And so she would just divide out the colors and use them for the different rounds. Smart. So that's how she did that. I like that. Like, that's smart. That is really smart. That works well. So you can do that. And, but you know, I didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> you can do it however you want. But yeah, so it's a free pattern. There is a purchase pattern if you don't want to deal with all the ads because there are a I've lot of I've seen that. Ads, yeah. Right? Yeah. But, you know, I recommend I recommend giving it a go. It's just, you know, a bunch How of... How long did the first hexagonal thing take take you? The, the the hexagons go really fast. This probably took maybe an hour. It's pretty fast. Wow, you're, you're you fast. You just change though, colors. So. Yeah. And, you know, you just do different... You have a popcorn stitch in here, so you get to have some, Ooh, like, detail going yeah. on there. Um, but other than that, it's, like, clusters and... That's it. I mean, it's clusters. It's double crochets. There are some popcorn stitches. And it's just a really fun, easy little thing to do. That's really so pretty. I enjoy it. Yeah. So check it out today. Make and do crew. The what it what was it called again? <laughs> Something about grandma's <laughs> flower hexagonal. Uh, grandmother's flower garden crochet blanket. Oh, there pattern. we go. Okay. Yeah. It says nothing about hexagons, but I like <laughs> I like the hexagon shape. I've been wanting do, to too. do, because I just think that that's a fun texture. And I've been wanting to do like um, a, a bee blanket mm. where, you know, you choose like, because, you know, bees make their hives in hexagons, hexagons. right? Yeah. So I'm like, that would be cool if you just make a bunch of hexagons. Yeah. And like in a yellow, and then you'll use like an Aran or something Ooh. to stitch it all together. It would look like a I'd beehive. I love that. You no, know? wouldn't that be cute? But I think also with that shape, it's easier to sew together, and, and but but makes a cool pattern, right? Because yeah. it's got those flat sides to it. So yeah, yeah. I, I always I don't know. I I tend to go towards if I'm doing a like a granny square quote unquote granny square blanket. Mm-hmm. I I tend to go with the fun shapes. Like yeah. I have that lantern blanket. That's right. Know? Yeah. So it's more fun to to do those little fun shapes yes. together, I think. I agree. It makes it more cool. interesting. Yes. Yeah. So I'm excited to finish this blanket. So far, I have one tile done. Yay! <laughs> but yeah, I'm working on another one. I'm sure I'll be doing it while we are talking today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So speaking of talking today, <gasps> are we ready to get to story time? Oh, I'm so ready for story time. Story time. All 
right. So as the episode says, it's spooky international churches. Ooh. And we're on theme, y'all, because, you know, we got that movie going. So. Yeah. Um, so the first one I want to talk about today yes. is St. George's Church in Lukovo, Czech Republic. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag because words. Thank you. Yay. I was like, oh, I'm doing great. No, yeah, I'm not are. doing great. Okay. No. You, so. you, you got past the hard words and then you tripped up on. I checked out. My brain can one. only do so much, I guess. So I've got lots of photos for Angela and I will post Yay. them on socials because these churches. Ooh, that is creepy. Yes. These churches are old. Yeah. Super duper old. Okay. So. Um, this one, St. George's, may not necessarily be haunted, but uh-huh. locals believe so. Yeah, it looks like it would be haunted. It's old. Mm-hmm. Okay, and, and just note, you'll hear more about it, but it's it's not in use anymore either. So St. George's Church, also known as the Lukovo Church, was built in Lukovo, southern Serbia. Now, Wikipedia says it was built during the reign of King Malutin, which was about 1282 to 1321. Whoa. Old. But Atlas Obscura website states it was consecrated in 1352. But either way, it's a super duper it old church. Matter. Yeah. It's, like, <laughs> it's so old. I know. It's like give or take 100 years. Yeah. Yeah. Like- exactly. <laughs> it's so old. old. It's old. Now, throughout its history, it has seen many fires, and the church has been fixed and rebuilt many times. Locals were very wary of the church and believed it to be cursed because of the, you know, crazy fires constantly. Right. Then in 1968, a funeral was held inside St. George's when all of a sudden, parts of the roof collapsed on everybody. (gasps) Yeah, just falling on. So the congregation ran outside, and to them, it was confirmed that the church was most likely haunted. Yeah. So they began to hold mass outside, fear of stepping inside (laughs) the church at all. The communists then looted everything inside because it, you know, lay abandoned. And this uh, included taking all the paintings, the statues, the church bell, and the clock tower. The church saved the clock tower. (laughs) the 60s too isn't that ironic isn't it (laughs) now the church lay in ruins for a really long time until 2014 when a professor at the department of design and fine arts at the university of west bohemia gave a project to his students they had to find a dilapidated church and use it for an art installation oh yeah that's interesting so student i'm gonna say jacob because it's um check but it could be jacob, jacob yeah, yeah sure jacob yeah there you go you can you can do whatever you want with that so jacob or jacob <laughs> hadrava chose saint george's church because even though the roof was damaged the interior was in okay condition he then took models and used them to create plaster casts here's the outcome no i hate the plaster cast thing i oh my gosh those things are so creepy dude so this church is filled with ghosts like this is what he did it's crazy y'all you'll have to see the photos here's another one angela i know i hate that (laughs) it's you guys know these plaster cast people where it's just like a drape that's hanging Mm -hmm. over them and they're just people sitting there with drapes hanging over them and it's so creepy it reminds me what's that movie is it is it insidious 2 what's the one where they go into the house and there's all those people in the back like the the lady that murdered everybody was that insidious or was that That was in yeah that was insidious the conjuring uh number two I haven't seen The Conjuring 2. Okay, I've never only mind. seen The Conjuring. Okay, okay, okay. So this was, okay. But in our movie, they had like the Same statues thing. covered Exactly, with, yes. yes. So that's what it looks like. It just yeah. looks like a bunch of covered people just sitting in the pews praying. I don't like it. <laughs> it's creepy, <laughs> right? Yes. Now, St. George approved Hadrava to use the church and even approved visitors to see his installation through the summer and fall. The artwork brought in visitors from all over the world, and these visitors paid enough donations to restore the church. Here's more oh, photos. Oh, well, so that's cool. No, I don't want to <laughs> see them. <laughs> just showing her more photos. Oh, my goodness. It's really creepy. That's really cool. He did a they... really good job. Yeah, yeah, he did. It's very creepy. But I, you know, I'm glad that some good, they raised enough money to restore the church. That's exactly. Awesome. That's yeah. Good. So you can see that that's where the roof was. It's, it's destroyed, but yeah, I'm thinking it, it looks different now. 
Hopefully. So, there you go. So that's my first church. Yeah, very creepy. Yes. I had to put that one in. It's so cool. Now, the second one is Church of Christ the Consoler. This is a long term or a long name. Skelton Come Newbie Church. And this is in Yorkshire, England. Yorkshire, England. Yes. So here's some photos of the Ooh, church. Oh, that's cool. Yes. Ooh, very pretty. Yes. Very pretty. I like the the symmetry of it. And it's very like it's gorgeous. Very ornate inside mm-hmm. too. Now here's another spooky church. I'm going to say spooky. Okay. Okay. Um, because it's famous due to one photograph. Okay. And Uh-oh. in actuality though, there have been no supernatural activities that have been reported in this church. Okay. It has a very interesting start though. Uh oh. So let me read you the excerpt from BritainExpress.com. Okay. Okay. Skelton Come Newbie Church is a stunning Victorian church built by kidnap ransom money. What? Yes. Okay. No. So when 23-year-old Frederick Viner was seized by bandits while traveling in Greece on a grand tour, his mother quickly gathered money for ransom, but events did not have a happy ending. Oh, no. The kidnap. So Frederick Grantham Viner was traveling in a company of wealthy English visitors to Athens. The group decided to take a carriage trip from Athens to visit the site of the Battle of Marathon. Returning from the battlefield site, the party was set upon by brigands and captured. Is that brigands? I don't know that word. Okay. Let me anyway. see. B-R-I-G-A-N-D-S. Okay. I will agree. Okay. It does look like brigands. Brigands. <laughs> okay. The bandits demanded a ransom fee of 1 million drachmas. Oh my gosh. Which then had the value of 32,000 pounds, but in today's money was probably the equivalent of over 1 million pounds. Oh, one million. One million. <laughs> Negotiations for the captives' release took two weeks. Finally, a group of Greek soldiers were sent with the money. The soldiers were instructed to surround the bandits and the captives, but not to shoot. The soldiers rashly disobeyed their orders and opened fire on the <gasps> bandits. No. Yep. Who responded by killing four of the captives, including Frederick Viner. That's so dumb. Yep. The bandits Ugh. fled, though most were later captured. In 1871, Viner's grieving mother, Lady Mary Viner, hired prominent Victorian architect William Burgess, using the money meant for Frederick's ransom oh. to create a magnificent Gothic memorial to her son and the grounds of her stately home of Newby Hall and a second church on the neighboring Studley Royal Estate where her sister and Frederick's aunt, Lady Ripon, resided. Okay, so that's... That's a much sadder version of it being built with ransom money. I was like, the bandits oh. that like collected the money. <laughs> They're like, oh, we well, need to build a church. So even the dedication of the church stands as a memorial to a mother's grief. If officially, it is the Church of Christ the Consoler. So now we move to 1963 when Reverend K.F. Lord decided to take some photos of the church's interior. Mm-hmm. He particularly loved the altar area, so he snapped some photos there. Okay. Okay. When he had his photos developed, he was stunned. Stunned. <laughs> stumped. <laughs> stumped. So here is the altar normally. I'm showing Angela. Okay. I'll show you all too. It's very pretty, very ornate, lots of gold and red. Okay. Yeah. So the photo that he had taken, what do you see? Oh, there's a there's a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> there's a ghost. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Dudes, okay. So it's it's a figure that is black but it, you can see right through it mm-hmm. and then there's a definite face it looks like the nun and <laughs> I don't like it <laughs> it does look like the nun yeah so she she described it and I'll describe it again so um and I'll link it he captured a very tall semi-transparent figure wearing all black with a white long face and two eye holes in relation to the altar he stands roughly nine feet tall oh my gosh and is looking tall yeah, looking <laughs> directly at the camera oh man. so reverend lord was confused as he was completely alone in the church at the time he snapped his photos and as i mentioned earlier there was no history of paranormal activity prior the photo was made public and skeptics scrutinized it the photo was supposedly sent away to be examined and scientists of that period believe the photo was not tampered with and was genuine and others still claimed it was a double exposure photo 
Yeah. I mean, that's what I would think, too. That it, it looks was a double like that. exposure photo. But the reverend, known to be a very honest and genuine person, maintained he did not tamper with the photo and that he wasn't trying to publicize the church or himself. Well, but, yeah, but that still doesn't mean that he couldn't have, like, used that. That film was exposed and... But who would he? Was another person. He could have said, "Oh, I took a picture of someone." He didn't say that. Like, I mean, it looks like a nun. It could have been like they think it's a monk. Okay, a so, monk. Okay, yeah. The church was erected in the late 1800s, and the photo, like I just said, looks like a monk. So it's hard to say that a previous monk's spirit is inhabiting the church, but it has been dubbed the newbie monk. But the white covering on his face or shroud has also been theorized that it is worn to conceal leprosy or a similar facial disfigurement. But to date, there has been no clear explanation as to the reason or method of production. That's so crazy. That's so crazy. When was that picture taken again? 1963. Okay. Wow. Because I know cool. double exposures happened a lot back in the 1800s to, to get that effect. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. But if they, it's 1963, the, the cameras were way better at that point. Yeah. So I don't know. Interesting. That's a crazy photo, though. I like it, Nicole. It's spooky. Okay. Now, this is pretty sad and trigger warning for this oh, next no. church. Yeah, okay. I had to throw it in because this is a very sad part of our history of the world history and needs to be talked about. But um, it's also haunted. Okay. Mm -hmm. So this is the Orador Church, Orador sur Glane, France. We descend to June 1944 on a little town called Orador sur Glane in France. It was a small farming town with roughly 650 inhabitants. If you know your history, World War II was in full swing. Yeah. In France, there were German occupation authorities called the Maquis or Resistance, and they would plan organized attacks on German Nazi soldiers within their country. The German army commander in chief for the West, Field Marshal Gerd von Rundstedt, gonna get nice, nice. Yeah, yeah, ordered soldiers to basically hunt and kill those in the resistance. Now, Orador Sergelein had not seen much Nazi presence. The occasional German army, German army vehicle would drive through the village, but that was about it. Now, little did they know on June 10th that about six miles away, German Major Dietmann was preparing his troops to visit the village. Uh-oh. Yeah. The troops entered Ordor Serglane around 1.30 p.m., and locals were alarmed, but the troops claimed it was an ID check and calmed them down. Twenty villagers managed to escape the town before the troops entered. But then they separated the women and children from the men, Oh, leading no. the men into barns on one side of town and the women and children into the Orador church on the other side. Yeah. The villagers became more alarmed, but they still didn't panic until the women and children were locked inside the church with this strange looking metal box. Oh no. The box detonated about 4 PM. And instead of causing an explosion, the bomb created a large fire ending up burning many of the women and children alive. Oh my gosh, Nicole. I know. German soldiers surrounded the church in order to shoot anyone who escaped, which did happen. Oh. But one, Mrs. Rufance, was shot five times, but managed to hide in the bushes and stay alive. Dude, she is amazing. Yeah. At the same time, the explosion was a signal for the German troops to shoot all the men in the barns. Oh. I know. A few men were able to hide under the dead bodies in the barn. They then set the barns on fire. Altogether, 109 men, 247 women, and 205 children lost their lives, <laughs> and only seven people survived the bloody massacre. Oh my gosh, that's it's sad. Uh, I don't. Uh, um, <laughs> Speechless words. I know. I know. I I know. This oh, is very, hurts. very, very sad. Now, after the carnage, the soldiers burned the village to the ground. Even though German Nazis were sent around France to find the resistance, no one actually knows exactly why they targeted the peaceful town of Orador sur Glane. The theory is it was a personal vendetta, as on June 8th, a railway bridge near the little town carrying German soldiers was targeted and destroyed by the French. And SS Sturmbahn Führer, oh, Führer, I hate that word, sorry guys, 
<laughs> Don't apologize okay. for <laughs> yeah, this guy. This, this big guy, Helmut Kampf, yeah. was killed in the attack, a close friend of Adolf Dietman, the one that ordered the execution of everybody. Oh my gosh. And that's Dietman, by the way, if you want to hate somebody. Yeah. There you go. Uh, um, so I'm going to show Angela some photos. So this is the town still. Oh. Okay. That's what happened to it. It looks like it would have been just such a beautiful, picturesque, like, little little town. It's no. a quiet village. <laughs> yes, exactly. Every day, like the one before. Except attack. That's the, oh. um, that's the church. You guys, this yeah. is so heartbreaking. It is. Now, once the German soldiers left the village, Dietman told his soldiers not to speak of the actual events that took place. Instead, if questioned... He told them that insurgents in the village attacked his soldiers and that all the male villagers died in the fight and that, quote unquote, the woman and children had taken refuge inside the church and died as a result of an explosion from a nearby insurgent ammunition supply dump that ignited the inside of the church. That dude Evil. needs to go to hell. Yeah, he will. He, I'm sure I mean, he is there. I'm sure he is. Yeah. But, oh, my gosh. I yeah. want to throw up. The 20 that had escaped were able to return to the town to bury their dead. Soon after the war, General Charles de Gaulle visited the broken village and was so deeply moved by what happened that he forbade the village to be rebuilt and instead erected an underground museum, which commemorates the horrors that took place that day. There is a tunnel that leads the visitors above the ground smack dab in the middle of the ruined village. And yes, the village has not been touched to this day. It is as exactly as it was the day of the attack. In 1958, a new Orador Sir was built right next to the old village. They purposefully painted the new village gray in homage to that small town. Oh, it's so like, I, I don't, I don't, I don't have words. <laughs> <laughs> it's sad. I can't say it's words. It's extremely sad. Now, it is said to this day, none of the residents of the new Orador Serglane visit the old village, which they dubbed Village of the Martyrs, after dark. It is said that the tortured souls of the victims are still seen in the dead of night looking for their loved ones. People also claim to smell burned wood and flesh when they walk the streets. Mm. Witnesses claim that even from their own windows next to the old ruined village, they will see the slaughtered victims walking through the streets. Mm. Mm. Oh my gosh. I, I, it's like moment of silence because it is so tragic. I can't believe what people do in war and it, it drives me. I, I can't believe people are evil. I mean, I know people are evil. We have a podcast where we talk about evil people all the time. <laughs> all the time. I get it. But like, it just, I, it's unfathomable to exactly. me that anybody could do this to some, I mean, they are not, they don't have a soul. Oh no, they don't have a soul. They don't see them as human beings that are, yeah, they don't have a soul. Yeah. It's so upsetting. It's very evil. Oh, Okay, next. Let's let's move on. Thank you. Of course. <laughs> we go to St. Mary the Virgin, Clophill, England. So England obviously has tons of haunted places. Mm -hmm. um, I could have, there's a whole website dedicated to haunted churches in England, but I had to choose just a few. I wanted to, you know, splatter them around. Yeah. Okay. So um, let me show you pictures. So this was it before, and this is okay. what it is now because oh. it's not in use anymore. Yeah. Okay. It's very much a ruin. Yes. This old abandoned church was built sometime in 1350. That's like a magic number. It is. But by the 1800s, it was abandoned because it was too small to fit the congregation. And a new church was built around 1848 to 1849. They used the old church as a graveyard only. But according to a history book written in 1908, the old churchyard at St. Mary's was frequently visited by body snatchers and many human bones were Invasion dug up. Invasion of the body snatchers? <laughs> <laughs> Not the alien kind, unfortunately. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, you're going to see a theme. So then in 1963, a local couple saw two kids playing with a human skull in a street in <gasps> ah, Hill. Ah, ah, no. <laughs> Why? Oh my when gosh. asked where the, the hell did they get it, uh, they claimed it was inside St. Mary's where they discovered it stuck on a broken piece of window frame that had been jammed into a wall. Oh my gosh. But on the floor, authorities discovered a breastbone, pelvis, and leg bones laid, quote unquote, in the pattern used for the black mass, which was what the police reported to newspapers. 
There was also scattered cockerel feathers and tracings of two Maltese crosses and filled in red. They uh. also, yeah, they also found six graves of females that were tampered with and the stone slab of Jenny Humberstone, who had died in 1770 at the age of 22, was dislodged, her coffin broken open. Oh, my gosh. They People. believe this had been done for a satanic ritual. Uh. Jenny Humberstone's remains were reinterred March 23rd. But then because of the media story on her, Jenny's grave was desecrated two more times. Oh my gosh, people, stop it. I know, before April 2nd. And local teenagers sought the church for their evening activities. Oh no. Now heads up though, later on, a student from Silso Agricultural College came forth a couple years later and said a few students killed the cockerel, spread its feathers and blood around and drew a... Celtic cross as a quote-unquote huge joke (laughs) that quote-unquote doesn't seem so funny now not at all yeah but it's still we had some we've had a lot of grave disruptance unfortunately yeah that's upsetting it's very like let people rest rest in peace yeah Oh, oh, sadly, in 1975, graves no. were disturbed again when Why? coffins were opened and bones were randomly scattered across the church what floor. What is it about this place? People just want to play with their bones. I don't know. Why? That's pretty disgraceful, though. Yeah. So <sighs> we also, on top of all this, have a theory of how the church was built. Somebody, I don't know who did this and who, who kind of came up with this first, but apparently some believe it is facing the wrong way because churches are typically oriented to face the east where the sun rises, which for Christian religion is associated with the location of heaven and the return of the Messiah. But St. Mary the Virgin was built facing the west and therefore some say it opens its doors to hell. I don't no, know. That's dumb. <laughs> I know. Some believe there has been a long history of reported hauntings, but I really couldn't find any specific details on this. Just a lot of people messing with people's bones. That's well, that's so why sad. they, I think that's why, since I told you that the graves have been messed with since like a long time ago, 1908, right? Yeah. I think there could be some, you know, unhappy spirits there, you know? Well, yeah. Yeah. So it's like, leave them, leave them be. Don't mess with my body. <laughs> okay, but <laughs> my body, my choice. Don't touch me anymore. I love it. Okay, February 2016. Okay. Oh, recent. Okay. The DailyMail.com reported about a team of paranormal investigators who were about to do a sweep of the old St. Mary's Church. They pulled up, and one was just testing his camera on his phone when he got something rather odd. Uh They didn't even notice it until he started looking through the footage again. And when they spotted it, they ran to the church. Nobody was there. The tower was locked and whatever it was walking, whatever it was, was walking towards a dead end. So guess what Uh I'm going to play for you, Angela. (gasps) And I'll put this, I'll um, link the video on our podcast, but our, 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 sorry, our website, but I don't know if I can put it on our social, but let me show her real quick. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. Watch. This is their footage. Mm -hmm. That there's a person right there. Yeah. And they just went away. Yeah. So watch it again. Okay. Now see where it, it right there. So you'll see it. it oh, yeah. It, that was fast. Okay. Now it's going to go slow motion again. So it shows you again. That black mass. It's It's got, it's a robed figure. Do you see yeah. the big thing on the uh-huh, top? Uh-huh. So it just kind of walks by. Isn't that spooky? Oh, man. So yeah. So they catch this figure. It's a hooded um, figure that looks kind of like an old monk, right? That just kind of walks by really fast. Yeah. But like I said, they, when they, they reviewed the footage real quick and they're like, what the heck? And they ran over to it where he's walking from right to left. There's yeah. a dead end. So there's oh, no, so he can't walk. There's nothing. There's nothing to go to. It's just a wall. He's yeah. just walking into a wall. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, That's crazy. I love this. This is what he, this, the statement of the person that caught this. I'm not sure if I believe in ghosts, but I certainly believe in the multiverse where people can cross over <gasps> yes! into our time from multiverse. different dimensions. I was I like, yeah, it. I love it. So there you go. It's a really cool video. Like I said, I'll put the link in our website on the pages, but um, yeah, see if you can. Check it out and think what, tell us what you think. pretty crazy, Nicole. Crazy, right? Okay, we move into Canada because I don't report on Canada very much. Oh, Canada. <laughs> and this is really short, but it's St. Andrews on the Red Anglican Church and Cemetery in Manitoba, Canada. So Manitoba. here's a photo of it. 
It's cool. That's got it's very a simple. very like massive mm-hmm. uh, tower there in the in the front, and then the rest of it is just like a little salt box kind yep. of church. But yeah, that is pretty, a pretty massive simple. tower <laughs> with a big cross, kind of. Oh um, yeah, the cross in the in the front, the pathway yes. there. Yeah. So St Andrews on the Red Anglican Church is one of the oldest buildings in Western Canada. Built in the Gothic design, most of the stone for the church came from a quarry on the banks of the Red River, a mile or two north of the church. And most of the interior has remained unchanged since 1849 when the church was built. Yes. But most people claim this little church is haunted because of former plague victims. But that's all I could find. Oh! (laughs) It's like, oh, okay, plague people were around. The most cited ghosts are a man all in black and a woman all in white. Oh, yeah. So I found a lot of reports about a disembodied pair of red eyes shining around the cemetery and church. Oh, man. That's creepy. Yes. And also a ghost car (gasps) close to the main entrance of the church. We love a good ghost car. Yeah, yeah. Some have stated to hear the organ mysteriously playing late at night when the church is locked and closed with nobody around. And supposedly, if you visit the graveyard or church and see any of the apparitions, you will have terrible nightmares the following nights. And most say the nightmares involve the gates of the cemetery, which rattle on their own. Dude. (laughs) (laughs) So don't do it. Now, a few people, this is why I put this in here, because a few people wrote in with their experiences on hauntedplaces.com. So some of them were fun. So here we go. Now, Lucid from July 31st, 2021. Mm-hmm. This was maybe three years or so, but me and a group of friends went to the cemetery. You know, we chilled, took some photos. <laughs> of course, this is so written funny. Uh, but after we left, a truck appeared and it got close. Our phones just stopped working. Then we got a little ways, then boom, phones on. But the truck went down the riverside, so we went in there were no tracks and the road wasn't even touched. And yes, it was winter. <laughs> Ghost truck. That's awesome. <laughs> She's so funny. Okay. I love it. Patrick from November of 2021. I caught a picture of what looks like a nun standing in the bell tower, <gasps> as well as what looks like a shadow figure with glowing eyes. What do you see? Oh, no. Oh no! Do you see I it? see the eyes see right it? there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy, That's spooky, you guys. Right? The shadow figures are so crazy, it's man. Crazy. Oh, I so, love it. There you go. There was one more that was hilarious. I, I didn't put it on it though, but because it was kind of weird. Oh. But there you go. St. Andrews in Manitoba. Good job, Canada. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so okay, last one. Of course, I got to go back to England. Yeah, and this is, yeah, this is a very, very famous haunted church. I'm sure many of you who are into paranormal things have heard about this. This is St. Andrew's Cathedral in Scotland. Yes. There's so much about oh this place. Oh my gosh. It's just crazy. It's, it's insanely old. The Gothic. Super old. The architecture is very And this is austere. Like part of it. Yeah. 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 That's a shot of the graveyard. <laughs> <laughs> Spooky. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So Canada thinks they're St. Andrews is old, but what about a cathedral that was started in 1158? Right. <laughs> <laughs> that is old. That is old. Yeah. So we're in Scotland. And St. Andrew's Cathedral was the center of the medieval Catholic Church in Scotland. The church took over a century to build, and even the West End was blown down in a storm and had to be rebuilt between 1272 and 1279. It's so old. Yeah. The whole cathedral was completed in 1318, featuring a central tower and six turrets. Sadly, when Catholic Mass was outlawed during the 16th century Scottish Reformation, the church became focus of uh, Protestant mobs. Oh, no. Yeah. June 1559, the mob led by John Knox ransacked the cathedral and the interior of the building was destroyed. By 1561, the cathedral was abandoned and left to fall into ruin. Large portions of the ruined church was taken for building purposes, and it wasn't until 1826 the church was saved for preservation. So uh, this is an overview of it. Do you see? 
Yeah, like, it's so massive. Like the grounds are so massive. So much like, of it was destroyed, but yeah. just a few towers remain. You can see all of the the skeleton the skeleton of the, the skeleton the of the church. Yeah. yeah, the foundation. It's sad. Now, because of how old this cathedral is and some crazy history, you can imagine the haunts of this area. Yeah. The first story is about Robert de Montrose, Montrose, who walked the halls of the cathedral as the prior in the 14th century. Now, a prior is a head of the, or prior, 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 is the head of a priory of, or monastery. So he's kind of like the father. Montrose was known as a fair and responsible man with a generous heart, but he would see fit to discipline his monks if need be. Mm. One of these monks that were scolded was Thomas Platter and resented the reprimanding he was given by Montrose. There are two differing stories of what exactly happened in 1393. One was that late one night, Platter crept into his superior's room late one night and stabbed him to death as he was getting into bed. Oh my gosh. Yeah. The other story is that it was known the prior had a habit of climbing to the top of St. Rule's Tower to stare at the stars. Platter knew this and silently followed him up to the, spir the spiral stairway. When he reached the top, Platter then murdered Montrose and threw him over the parapet. No. Now fast forward to the 1940s or 50s around there when a tourist was visiting the Rule's Tower. The stairway was very narrow and dimly lit, but then a man wearing a cassock came to his aid and offered his arm. The visitor politely declined the offer from the kindly monk. But then the cleric brushed past him in the narrow confines of the spiral staircase. The visitor was shocked when he didn't feel anything when the monk <laughs> squeezed by him. No breeze on the clothes, no distinct touches, nothing. Oh, no. Oh, I love it. He should have taken his arm. That would have been so fun. Oh, what are you like? <laughs> <laughs> like, where are you? <laughs> Spooky. I love it. And there have been many, many reports of seeing the prior fall over the parapet of the tower. No, that's like my ghost story from my church. Remember? Oh, I that's it, right. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. That just repetitive. Yeah. The, the link residual. residual. Yep. Yeah. <sighs> Then, oh, I wanted to show you. That's the picture of the tower. Yeah, the tower's insane. Mm -hmm. It's just massive, and it is just a tower, and that's what makes it super scary is mm -hmm. because there's no... There's nothing else in there. There's nothing, like, ornate about no. it. It's just a, it's a very tall tower, tower. <laughs> with window openings at the top of it, and then that's it. That's it. <laughs> it's so scary. Nothing else. <laughs> then we have what's called the nun's walk. Oh, no. That sounds creepy. <laughs> it does, right? This is the vaulted entrance to the monastery and was also a checkpoint for pilgrims visiting the cathedral along the street called the Pens. Many plague victims would visit the cathedral mm. in hopes for a miracle, but unfortunately, the clerics were too scared to take them in and they were left to die in the nearby town. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. So most who travel this road now have an eerie feeling of being watched. And some even report that dogs cower from an invisible energy on the path. Ooh. Yeah. And then there are those who are unfortunately come across a woman wearing a black veil, <gasps> carrying a lamp. Legend goes that this lady was incredibly beautiful and intelligent and that many pined for her, but her heart belonged to one lucky soul. Tale as old as time, they were to be wed, but her groom either died or left her. In a rage and despair, she took a knife and sheared off her ears, eyelids, nose, and lips. What? Then took a hot branding iron and seared her cheeks in order for no one to ever be attracted to her again. Oh my goodness. That's a little extreme, honey. Just a little bit, <laughs> you know. She was still alive, barely, and sought refuge in a nunnery, but her wounds were too severe that she passed away. Mm. It is said that if you do come across her, she will pull back her veil and use the lamp to reveal her mutilated face. I would give her a hug. Right? That poor woman. Yep. Like She's sad. She went through a lot, man. She's sad. Not. I mean, yeah, well, she's pissed too, but you know. Yeah, and don't, you know, if somebody is disfigured, don't run in fright right. from them. Yeah. Even so. ghosts. Even ghosts. <laughs> ghosts deserve love. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and 
that needs to be a t-shirt <laughs> ghosts okay. deserve love i love it let's do it <laughs> ghosts deserve love too <laughs> a little ghosty i love it okay next according to spooky scotland several reliable witnesses have claimed to see the white lady she is located around the graveyard near the haunted tower and she was seen to pass through an iron gate which scared a group of passing fishermen on their way back from the harbor <laughs> i bet what <laughs> yeah that would scare me that's funny these sightings of the white lady date all the way back to the 1800s she is known to be beautiful and slim with long black hair wearing a long white dress and white gloves but then let's go to the haunted tower. So keep that in mind about her. Okay. Okay. The haunted tower. This is the area where there are a series of two story watchtowers. And prior to the reformation slash destruction of the cathedral, these towers were joined by a parapet walkway. But oh. sorry, <laughs> <laughs> I'm crocheting and I just tapped hit me. her on the arm. She's like, what, what, what? Okay. But it is told that this tower held the local Clefane family mausoleum and many had died of the plague. So the tower mm. was sealed and forgotten about. Yet an author had a different theory of this tower. Richard Falconer believes that the bodies hidden in the haunted tower are mummified bodies of local saints. Ooh. Yeah. This same haunted tower is also known as the Chamber of Corpses because in 1868, a group of stonemasons found the series of mummified bodies sealed in a crypt when working on the wall. These bodies were found in a remarkably good state of preservation, hence the mummification. And among them was the body of a young, dark-haired woman wearing a white dress and white leather gloves. <gasps> oh the white woman there you oh. go it all ties together <laughs> then lastly you have the white angel statue in the eastern cemetery people claim that the statue will fly around at night in search of victims to strangle <gasps> nope sounds like a banshee <laughs> if they're watching something fly around there you go right? you're right yes it is said that if you visit the statue you take a look at her right hand because you will see the residue of dirt that makes it appear her hand has moved. Here you go, Angela. Here's that. Well, okay. No, I mean, I think that's just, you know, aging and debris. I mean, it's very creepy. Her eyes look like she's crying. Isn't that creepy? Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, I, I, you know, I don't know. Garth, Gothic, uh, Garthic, Garthic, <laughs> Gothic art is very, creepy and like there was this whole period in in the art where it was all about being just overly grotesque and really playing with light and dark and mm -hmm. um and and it's just like just to evoke a lot of emotion that was the point mm -hmm. is to get you you got to feel a lot when you see these things and you know she's making you feel she makes me scared <laughs> i'm a little frightened mm -hmm. she's like and the her, angel of death almost her, her hands do look dirty but it, i think it's just just aging i don't know why the rest of her isn't aging the same way as that's her why hands. people are saying that's what's spooky okay, about it okay the more i think about it the more like, okay <laughs> you're like well let me talk this out of wait nope know, i no. talked myself into this <laughs> but i oh, you know wow. i lived in england I've, I've told you guys i've lived in there for four years we did go to scotland we did go to edinburgh i wish we went to this this cathedral I, well i mean i was only what fourth grade but you know this is a spooky place. I think yeah, this would is. be really fun to visit. So St. Andrew's Cathedral. Wow. That's cool. Yeah. And that's it. That's story time. That's story that went time. like so fast. I was so <laughs> excited for everything. It went so fast. Oh, it's so good. There's so many spooky churches, though. I can't believe it. I feel like, I mean, a lot of them are tied to cemeteries, which I think I'll do an episode for yeah. Halloween time about Ooh, cemeteries. Yeah. yeah. But that's usually why they're haunted. But I don't know. I For me, cemeteries, and we'll get into it in that episode, I just think aren't haunted. I mean, why would yeah. you be, why would you die and want to, to haunt your your grave? Like, yeah. <laughs> that's like a boring place, right? Yeah. yeah. But the churches, that's the churches, spooky. I mean, well, I mean, the churches basically are a portal. The whole point is to go commune with God and commune True. with like the other side. Yeah. The afterlife. And, yeah. And so... 
it and a lot of ceremonies are are housed in in churches so a lot of emotion and a lot of things happen in the quote-unquote sacred spaces so i mean it just there's a lot of emotion around those types of haunts it's just and it's weird because churches are supposed to feel like they're a safe haven and right. so when you think about them being haunted, that's true you're like you're not safe anywhere right <laughs> <laughs> like, so yeah that's crazy yeah oh, i love it i Yay. love it i love when we do these stories if you guys love it too we want to hear about it please email us at the ominous stitch at gmail.com Calm. Calm. <laughs> Calm. I'm suddenly from like what? East mid- Coast. Yeah. Midwest. East <laughs> Midwest, Coast. East. Oh, man. So anyway, uh, email us at theominousdigitgmail.com. You can also jump over to our Podbean and look up any of these show notes. See all these crazy pictures and videos that Nicole just showed me today. I mean, it'll make you it's go. It's going to be on our socials. Yeah. I'll yeah. It'll be on, on our socials as well. Yep. But if you do go Podbean and you're reading through the show notes and listening to past episodes, there's also a little button you can click on that says become a patron. Yeah. We have a new patron. Woo-woo! Shout out to Avery. Avery. How do we know Avery, Miss Nicole? He's my my brother Yay! <laughs> he's my brother um yes thank you avery i'm so happy to have you as a patron so joining our little stitcher club yay and you'll receive something from me soon so. yay so our little patron army is growing strong yay! i'm so excited so let's say shout outs to yes. mike and janet yes and to Brittany. yes and to kate yay, yay! that's our patron army it's growing <laughs> it's growing slowly yay Oh, if you want to become a member of our patron army and get a shout out and get things from us and listen to any episodes that we have exclusively for our exclusively (laughs) words for our patrons, become a patron today. We would love to have you join our army. You can also just comment on any of our socials. We are on all of the things, all the things, all of the things. We just don't post everything on all the things, but you know, yeah, yeah. And it may take us a while to get back to you, <laughs> but we will get back to you. There's just the two of us. Just, just the, the two, two of us. us. <laughs> you and I. <laughs> oh, but we do love talking to you guys. You're the reason why we do this podcast so yeah, that we yeah. can hang out with our community. All right. So we have one more thing to do. Are we one ready? More thing. Let's yeah. get to it. The nun too. <laughs> As Angela said, we get to see this in the movie theater. We did. We had a mom date. Yay, mom date. And it was at nine. (laughs) And And she fell fell asleep. asleep. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, I fell asleep during this part. I'm like, you're hilarious. All right. (laughs) So we got The Nun 2 released this year, 2023. IMBD rating of 5.9 stars. Synopsis. 1956 France, a priest is murdered and evil is spreading. The sequel to the worldwide smash hit follows Sister Irene as she once again comes face to face with Valak, the demon nun. (laughs) So we had, it was funny. We actually were like talking about this a lot right after the movie. We did. Yes. So if you haven't seen the nun one, go see it. Um, Yes. it, It was a really cool movie, but as it says, it's, it's, you know the second after of sister irene they're following her yeah and obviously the valak demon has not died completely yes yeah so i'm sure you saw it It follows um what's his name frankie no wait. frenchy frenchy yeah they call him frenchy, frenchy that's frenchy. right so it, it basically the nun valak uh demon is inside of Frenchie. Frenchie, which you know from the end yes. of the first nun one because yeah because they show the they show ed and lorraine yes. Warren exercising exercising yeah. yeah so we're not going to give everything away because we want you to go see it too or well you don't have to but um was, <laughs> you don't have to you don't have to <laughs> that's giving away your opinion on the movie yeah it bit. is i guess <laughs> no no okay no it was gorgeous yes it had a really good, like a lot of good background story shots, cinematography. It was really pretty. It was pretty. beautiful. It was well acted. Yes. It is, you know, it's a good feast for your eyes mm-hmm. and it's entertaining. But it makes it, it's all about the jump scare. Yeah. Like every scene, that's all it's trying to do. And that, and that, and so the plot of it kind of just. The plot fell flat for yes, me. They exactly. could have done so much better for a sequel for this. I right? feel like the sequel didn't further the story at all. It didn't do anything. They're just, it, it feels like it's very much 
just a different thing. I feel like they're setting it up like, because the nun must have made them a gajillion dollars. Exactly. And That's so all it like, is. It's Ooh, a cash grab. We're going to turn this into a new franchise. Let's churn these out before we get to what happens with Frenchie. Right. And so they've set it up so that we know in the first nun, spoiler alert, in the first movie of the nun, it, it took a, a religious, um, what are those called? Relic? Uh, relic. Mm-hmm. It took a, a, a relic, which happened to be Christ's blood, mm-hmm. to vanquish what they thought vanquished that demon. Right. Right. And we also know that the demon wasn't vanquished. It went into Frenchie. Before it could. Yeah. Yeah. yeah before before they could kill it completely. Yes. It went into Frenchie. So we already know that from the end of the first movie. So now they've decided to continue this franchise that the demon is on a hunt for religious relics. Yeah, we won't give you everything, but it's looking yeah. for a specific one. Yeah, and so that's how they're going to try to keep this going before they <laughs> finish the story of what happens with Frenchie and right. tie it into the whole Conjuring with franchise. With the Warrens, yeah. Yeah, because the Warrens did make an appearance again at, at the, the end. very end. <laughs> and again, like, it's uh, like, this on. has nothing to do <laughs> with like, what's going on. They are giving themselves space yes. to make a million of these. Yes, exactly. And that's what was upsetting about this. Exactly. Yeah. It's sad. Don't do a cash grab for a story. This It's all about the story. Yeah. So why we wanted up- the story to be furthered. Yeah. And it didn't. It's, it didn't. It's opening it up instead. Yeah. So it's, it's like. It's kind of like a side plot. You're like, oh, we want to throw you another horror movie. Yeah. And so they're going to make a bunch more of these. Yeah. And they're going to continue pushing it until it's like. Because okay. it is creepy. I mean, <laughs> the concept is super spooky. But if you don't have something to keep it going that captures the audience, why bother? You know? Yeah. But it did. I mean, we pay money. <laughs> we, we pay money. But I thought I thought we were going to see. The conclusion. A progression. Yeah. Or, you know, if, even if it was like a three movie arc, if it progressed to a point where. We can make this into a trilogy, but sure. I don't feel like it did. I feel no. like that this is the first in a series of like nine or 10. I'm <laughs> just going to keep gonna pushing keep it. They're going to keep going. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I felt. Yeah. And so that's, I can see that. That's what disappointed me because otherwise it was beautiful. I love the guy who plays Frenchie. Yes. He's very engaging. Sister Irene is awesome. She's wonderful. The I love her. The new nun that they introduced into this, her little sidekick, what was her name? Oh. She was awesome too. Oh, what is her name? Did they put her Storm Reed? Yeah, yeah. she she was awesome. Deborah, I enjoyed her very much. Yes, yeah, Sister Deborah. Yeah. No, she was cool. <laughs> she was very. She, fun. you know, what's funny? A side note is that we just watched the Suicide Squad again. That's the that second one, which is I love that one. Yeah, a lot. that one's really good. She's in it. She's the um. Oh, it's his dead shot. I forget his name. The main actor. His it's yeah. his daughter in that one. Oh, the one where she gets caught stealing. Yeah, yeah. She's very oh. feisty. That's her. So that's her. I thought oh, that was cool. awesome. No, she's very good. Yeah, and it was very entertaining. The resolution on how they quote unquote vanquish the, was upsetting. It was dumb. <laughs> don't just say upsetting. It was it was stupid. It didn't like I don't know it, the fact that like you you use Christ's blood like of all things to trump all things to vanquish a demon and that doesn't work and now you're using these little tiny other things of saints well, and things like yeah and and <sighs> but you know what I'm talking about I don't want to reveal no, don't reveal what it. they do no 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 because I don't because you gotta watch the movie but gonna, like it's frustrating guys it, to me it discredits the whole first movie exactly yeah no that's exactly how it felt yeah so Boo. I mean it was go see it it's beautiful but it will let you down <laughs> and there you know again there are unless you're super excited to see more of this sure movie. no but yeah. it is good with spooky like I had to cover my eyes like a million times yes <laughs> yes it's like that's all it is it's like you know it's something's scares, gonna happen yeah. and it's scary and the plots that happen like the the little moments to further the plot happen so fast that yes. you if you fall asleep you miss it <laughs> explain to her she's she like did. so what happened I'm like yeah you missed that five minute little window of them explaining <laughs> it because it was a little more boring than the other yeah. times you know so yeah it's hilarious but um yeah I was just I was sad I mean it was fun to see it in the theater because it does make it spookier but overall I was just not happy with how it turned out yeah you know. I wanted it to be a progression of the story and not like 
an opening, a broadening of the story. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So how many stitches would you give it? Um, I, I think five is fair. Yeah. Cause it's beautiful to watch. I had fun. I did fall asleep. <laughs> You do that a lot. I, I do. I, if if I'm watching something, if the sun is down, I'm going to fall asleep. <laughs> That's just what's going to happen. She's out. But um, and like, did we have a cocktail beforehand? We did okay, have a cocktail. So that's another thing. <laughs> Yes. If I have a cocktail. She had a hurricane. Oh, that's right. And I, I had a sangria. <laughs> that was fun. Um, but yeah, no, it was it was good. I know in, in its own little way. But again, yeah, five five point nine is actually fair. Like it says five point five, I'd say I give it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think I think that's very fair. Yeah. Wah, wah. Wah, wah. Go see it though. Because it- <laughs> let us know. Let us know. Or wait what till you think. it streams, you know. Yeah. It's probably gonna stream soon, I bet. I, I think so. Yeah. yeah. So let us know what you think of the nun too. Yeah. And we've reached the end of another amazing episode. It was so much fun. It was so much fun. Yay. I love I I feel like I haven't seen Nicole in forever. And I'm so happy to be She's sitting here on the couch. I know. My cat is very <laughs> jealous. My cat is staring at Nicole right now. Why are you petting her? I know. Um, but anyway, yeah. so it's always so much fun when we get together and we have recording days. These yes. are my favorite. Yay. But until that happens again, <gasps> we'll see you, Stitchers. See you, Stitchers. Oh.